You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome to the Cindy Stewart Podcast, a source for encouragement as you learn to discover God's dream for your life. With a passion to help you on your journey, here is your host, Cindy Stewart. Father, we thank you for your abundance, and we thank you that, you know, as testimonies are given, that we can put a demand on that testimony to do it again. We know that uh, you have brought uh, more than enough for us in healing, in our soul, in our minds, in a financial abundance, in, in our direction, and God, we just thank you that, whew, you have done it all. And we just bless and honor you. And this morning, as we begin this sounds of God, we, we want to open up our spirits to hear your sound in us, God. And with that comes our natural body to follow. So God, we just thank you for your word. We thank you that it is alive. We thank you that when it is read, it activates in the atmosphere. We thank you that nothing falls dead to the ground, that your word always comes back fulfilled and complete. So God, we are, we are just laying on this word today. We're putting our hands on your word. We're putting our hands on the, the word, Jesus, and saying, thank you, God, that it is alive and that it will bring and, and um, release what you have set it to do in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So this morning, we are going to talk about the sounds of God. And it's so interesting because we talked about the sounds of abundance or revival, I forget, a couple of weeks ago. But this week, I am, uh, you know, in my prayer time, and I kept hearing sound. And God's talking about sound. And I'm like, that's okay. I've already done that. God, I already preached on that a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Not quite like that, but I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's like, no, you don't understand. There is a sound that is being released. There's a sound of me. And, you know, sound comes with everything God does. Sound is released. Right. There, there is a sound that activates within us. So we're going to talk about that today because his sound is like a tuning fork within us. It, it, it reverberates, it resonates, it, it builds our spirit. And, uh, and when we even think about the resurrection and the sound of that uh, and, and what that did for us as it broke open a new path for us, um, it really is almost incomprehensible. But we're going to try. We're going to see what God has for us. Um, this week, the Lord gave me a word, and I released it last night. Uh, no, not last night. Uh, Friday night at the prophetic night, and I just want to start with this. And he says, we begin a new month, so it would have been the 1st of April. I think it was when it was, with new motion. A transition is occurring, complete, uh, completing one step to step into another. I am with you all the time. You are moving into a oneness with me that is new and unfamiliar. You can go without knowing. We may need to have that tattooed on us, right? Because we want to know before we go. But he says, you can go without knowing. 
that sends a different sound within me. <laughs> and still have confidence that I have this. I am there guiding and directing you. You hear the sound of my voice. And Jesus says, my sheep know my voice. We know his voice. And we understand that the voice isn't like what we hear with one another. The voice bursts inside of us in different measures, in different reverberations, in different sounds within us. Let's turn to Ezekiel 1. We're going to start there. I'm going to read a little bit of that. We've got a bunch of scripture to read because what? The word's alive, right? Yeah. And, and when we read the word, it does something within us. And whether we recognize it or not, it does. So Ezekiel 1, and I'm going to start actually, uh, I'm going to turn my page there first, and then that always helps. I'm going to start in uh, verse 26, and Ezekiel's having this experience where uh, the whirlwind has come in. We've got wheels round everywhere. We've got wings flapping and flying and all these things going on. I have to say, this is one of my favorite sections of the Word because there's something about it when I read it, and I love to read it out loud, that it begins this whole movie it's like everything about it becomes alive in it. Um, so I love this. And it says, uh, and above the uh, firmament over their heads was a likeness of a throne in the appearance like a sapphire stone on the likeness of the throne was a, like, uh, was a likeness with the appearance of a man high above. Also from the appearance of his waist and upward, I saw as it were the colors of amber, with the appearance of fire all around within it. And from the appearance of his waist and downward, I saw as it were, as it were the appearance of fire with brightness all around, like the appearance of the rainbow in a cloud on a rainy day. So was the appearance of the brightness of all of it. This was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. So there is all of this sound and reverberation all around him. And if you read through the whole thing, there's the noise of wings. There's um, the sound of many waters that Jean uh, prophesied this morning. And Ezekiel says, so when I saw it, I fell on my face and I heard the voice of one speaking. You know, all through scripture, there is sound in everything that God does, everything that he did. And Ezekiel is experiencing this waves of sound and visual encounter that is taking him into the voice of the Lord. And I was going through the word and just looking at just all, I actually Googled sound, you know, in my Bible app, I put sound in and just with all the different sounds that you hear of the Lord, there were sounds of victory. You know, when you hear the marching across the mulberry trees, it's the sound of victory, the yeah. sound that you have it, the sound that I'm with you, that I'm taking you through it. When Moses saw the fire on the bush, there was sound that went with that. When something's burning, there is sound. We hear sound with it. And that burning fire was the sound of the Lord about to speak to Moses. Amen. Think about the times that you've 
felt the sound or you've heard something. And next thing you know, the Lord is speaking to you because he's gotten your attention through something that's made you turn. That's made you look. That's made you pause. You know, as here's here's Moses going through this, and he sees it. And 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 as um, uh, I was thinking about Elijah. In fact, I looked it up this morning. As he as God called him to go out and stand on the cliff, and what did he hear? He heard thunder. You know, he heard what there was a list of. Let's see, he's he's a great and strong wind, mountains, and broke the rocks in pieces. But the Lord was not in the wind, but it was the sound of the wind that got uh, Elijah to look, to hear, so he could hear the Lord speak to him. It's that sound of the wind, the sound that is reverberating in us that makes us pause because we know God is about to speak to us. He's about to guide and direct us. You know, I was even thinking about um, um, inventions, and I, I, I just had that word really for you, Lee, that inventions, because God has put a sound of, of that invention within you, and the whole time during worship, I just kept thinking about how it is reverberating in you, because God has been speaking to you about what he wants you to create, and we all have those sounds that God is calling out in us. Even that sign of sound of financial breakthrough, you know, it was a sound of the word being declared. It was the sound of the, the rain of the finances pouring down that you saw. It was the sound of deliverance as he shared about being healed because he grabbed a hold of the word. And it was the sound of the word that broke the oppression yeah. in his asthma that kept him from going forward. So it is the sound that creates so much in us that it it causes an explosion, almost an implosion, because it aligns us with the spirit of the Lord who wants to draw us out into the place that God has for us, right? Who yes. has anybody? <laughs> Even before we started service this morning, I was in my office and I was listed in practice and just for, even from the first note, I could feel yeah. the sound of the yes. Lord. The sound is not always audible. You know, we know that the sound is all kinds of ways. Right. You know, it's tangible. It's a sense. It's a smell. It's a wonder. It's a suddenly. It's, it's that sound. We're going to look at Genesis. We're going to go through a little of this. And... Um, I want us to say, God, open up the sound of you within us, yeah. right? Open that up within us because it is the sound. As Chuck says, nothing happens until we declare it. Right. Yeah. So Genesis 1, 1, it says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and the darkness was on the face of the deep. Now, you know that when God created, there was a sound to that creation. Right. There was a sound to his creation. And then God said, let there be light. And there was light. So he created this dark, this voidness, this, this something. 
that was a sound that nobody heard but him and all of heaven. And then he spoke and said, then there's light. And then he tore the light from the darkness and separated and made day and night. There's a sound to that tearing that apart. Can you feel the sound? I'm telling you guys, you can come stand up here if, if, if you can't. You come feel it with me. <laughs> Genesis 2-7, it says, And the Lord formed man of dust of the ground. Now, you know, there was sound in the formation. Right. We have to get that dust together so it can be shaped like a man, right? There's sound in it. And then what did he do? He breathed. He breathed. He breathed until his nostrils, the breath of life, and a man became a living being. There was the sound of the breath of God blowing in to us, to create us. There was a sound there. There was a sound of oneness as we were created in the image of God. Shoo. Then there was a sound of separation. Because what does the enemy want to do? He wants to separate us from the living God. Right. He wants to cause conflict between us and him. Right. When we were created, we were naked and we were not ashamed. Then the sound of separation came, uh, chapter 3, verse 8. Is that, right? Is that the scripture I want? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And they heard the sound of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. Now imagine what that sounds like. Is it a swish, swish, swish? Is it a whoom, whoom, whoom? I mean, just think, what does it sound like of the Lord walking in the cool of the day. Well, we know it was the cool of the day. We have some textural sound there. You know, it was cool. But can you imagine what it sounds like when he walked in the garden? And Adam and his wife hid themselves, the sound of separation, from the presence of the Lord among the trees of the garden. Can you hear the bushes as they went and hid behind, tried to find that place where God couldn't see him. So he said, I heard you. Oh, the, verse 9, it says, Then the Lord called to Adam and said to him, Where are you? And Adam says, So he said, I heard your voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. Well, we know that they were naked and unashamed. And then the enemy comes in and sows the separation between man and God. And then God has to protect and redeem the man. And let's look over at verse 20. And Adam called his wife's name Eve because she was the mother of all living. Also for Adam and his wife, the Lord made tunics of skin and clothed them. Well, the only way to get tunics of skin would be to shed blood. Then the Lord said, Behold, the man has become like one of us to know good and evil. And now, lest he be put out his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live there forever. Therefore, the Lord sent him out of the garden of Eden to the ground from which he is taken, which he was taken. So he drove out the man and he placed cherubim at the east of the garden of Eden 
with a flaming sword which turned every way to guard the way of the tree of life. God had to protect man by putting him out of the garden. And then a veil had to be erected to keep man out of the most holy place of God. And I just want to read this out of Exodus. When I read that about God, you know, making the tunic and, and putting them out of the garden, I also felt the sound of a broken heart right. where God had given everything. There was complete transparency between the two. God walked in the garden with them. He, he created them. He said, you are like me and I've given you everything. You name the animals, you, you harvest, you grow, you do everything. You, you have dominion over everything. But of course, the enemy has come to kill, steal, and destroy our relationship with God. And the broken heart of God. Ooh. Exodus 26. I just want to read the description of the veil. Verse 31. You shall make a veil woven of blue, purple, and scarlet thread and fine woven linen, and it shall be woven with an artistic design of the cherubim. You shall hang it upon the four pillars of the acacia wood overlaid with gold. There shall be The hook shall be gold upon four sockets of silver, and you shall hang the veil from the clasp. Then you shall bring the ark, the presence of the Lord, in there behind the veil, and the veil shall be a divider. It is a divider for you between the holy and the most holy. You shall put the mercy seat upon the ark of the testimony in the most holy. So there was a divider that had to be between us and the most holy place. And there could only be entry once a year. Now go to Matthew 27, please. And that veil was thick. And it wasn't see-through. No one could see through it. Verse 50. And Jesus cried out with a, large, a loud voice and yielded up his spirit. Then behold, the veil of the temple was torn in two from the top to the bottom. And the earth quaked. Listen to the sound. Can you imagine what it was when the veil began to rip? It wasn't like me tearing something like this. It was like something that would take might. You know, it would, take, it would be a truck pull where one truck would be on one side and the other truck would be on the other in order to have the power to rip that veil apart. Right. It was not a light tear. Right. It was a ripping open. When Jesus was baptized, what happened? The heavens ripped open and the spirit descended. This was a ripping open of the separation between us and the Father, the separation that would no longer hold us back from going into that most holy place with God. It was the ultimate price so that we were no longer on the other side, unable to see in to the most holy God that created us. Then behold, the veil of the temple was torn 
into from the top to the bottom and the earth quaked and the rock split. I'm going to read it again. And behold, the veil of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom and the earth quaked and the rock split and the graves were open and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised and coming out of the graves after his resurrection, they went into the holy city and prepared and appeared to many. So that physical barrier that was up was torn. That that function that was required before to have a separation between us and him was gone. We no longer have to look at a veil that we can't see through, that we can't reach into, because if we crossed over, we would die. Because the blood of the lamb was spilled. Christ was buried and dead. He was resurrected on the third day so that we could all go boldly before the throne. Hebrews says, and now we are brothers and sisters. Hebrews 10. Might have moved too fast there, uh, Noah. Hebrews 10. And now we are brothers and sisters in God's family because of the blood of Jesus. And he welcomes us to come right into the most holy sanctuary in the heavenly realm boldly with no hesitation. Boldly. We go boldly before the throne. Boldly before the throne. For he has dedicated new a new living way for us to approach God. For just as the veil was torn in two, Jesus' body was torn open to give us free and fresh access to him. And since now we have a magnificent king priest to welcome us into God's house, we come closer to God and approach him with an open heart, fully convinced by faith that nothing will keep us at a distance from him. For our hearts have been sprinkled with blood, to remove impurity, and we have been freed from an accusing conscience, and now we are clean, unstained, and presentable to God inside out. We enter in to the holy place. We enter in. It is the sound of freedom that has been given to us. It's the sound of healing that has been given to us. It is the sound of abundance that has been given to us. It is the sound of oneness that has been given to us. We hear the sound of God calling to us. And usually when we hear the sound, we don't even recognize that God is about to do something. We just know that something is happening, that something has shifted, that something is different. And the next thing you know, we have a suddenly, we have a burning bush in front of us and God's saying, take off your shoes. This is holy ground. We have the winds and the rocks and the earthquake going around us and in a quiet, still voice, God says, step into it. We have a shift that is about to take in our life and we don't know where we're going and we don't know what it looks like. But God says, I am with you. 
I will not leave you. I will not forsake you. I will guide you. I will not leave you as orphans. The Holy Spirit will teach you everything you need to know. You don't have to worry about what the next step is because I am your next step. You will hear the sound of my foot that you're able to put your foot into. It is the sound of God. (laughs) He responds to us with his sound. And I told uh, Jean and Karen this morning that I felt like God wanted to release a new uh, tuning to his sound. And when I was thinking about it, all I could see, there were a couple pictures I kept seeing out of scripture, was when he multiplied the bread, you had to hear the sound of the tearing of the bread. There was a sound of the breaking of the fish. There was the sound that when it broke open, it multiplied. There was a sound when there were 5,000 plus, 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 that there was plenty. Just the sound of God doing what he does. You know, in a sense, we are a walking, um, clanging (laughs) symbol of God. Like the symbols like that. Because we hear the sound as we go. And we move as, as he moves. We breathe as he breathes. It, that's what it says in the word. We, ha, we move. We have our very being because of who he is. The separation has been torn. The oneness has been given. The spirit is alive on us, in us, through us, for us, to us. And he is breaking open a new sound that reverberates within us. That, 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 oh, you know, it's funny. I can see the sound in the air, but it's hard to describe. You know how you see heat waves? You can see the heat waves go across. That's what it's like. It's like the the wave of God going across us, releasing new into us. And and there is a a new season, a new motion, as he told me. There's a new motion right now that's happening that's going to cause a creation of us leaving things behind. And that's the sound of completion. So we can move forward in the sound of the moment, the sound of the movement, the sound of the motion. So I want to pray for us today, and we're going to have a little time of prayer and um, because God has something for you. And even when Gene was talking about the, the breaking the chains, as we broke the chains, there's a sound to the chains falling, right? Yeah. We can hear the sound of the chain fallings. And even as Matt shared, the enemy coming back and trying to taunt him into reengaging with what was the past and not the future. So we can hear the sounds of the chains breaking. But with those chains breaking means that we're leaving something behind, that it is no longer a part of us. So there is a sound of God that is filling those void places that are left behind. There is a sound of freedom. There is a sound of protection. There is a sound of multiplication. There's a sound of greater oneness with him. 
where at a very light touch, a very soft breath, you know that you know that that is God. And this is where I'm going. And this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. And I hear the sound of doubt echoing out there. But the sound of God trumps that sound of doubt. It overcomes any doubt that we may have within us. We throw the word on it. And it's like acid on the enemy's voice. It just dissolves before us. So let's pray. Let's pray. God is so good. And I'm going to ask you guys to stand. We may do some ministry. Gene's going to come up. uh, But um, I'm not even sure what we're doing. (laughs) Other than uh, just standing for the yes of God. We're standing for the sound of God to be released over us. We're standing for a new sound. I feel like there's a an expansion. It, it's like when um, uh, you you uh, put a marshmallow in the microwave, it blows up, it expands. You know, I feel like there's a marshmallow in our microwave here, and and it is it is expanding. You know, it is expanding. It is expanding. So God, we just thank you for expansion. We we it's thank you for this sound wave that is being released over us. And and I'm just going to invite anyone who wants to come up and just want prayer over just that release of sound to come. Um, but I do, I, I know that there's a sound of freedom that's been released today. There is, there's freedom today. I know that there is a sound of healing that's been released today. I could just feel it this morning that there's healing in the air and God is is releasing that sound, that sound of multiplication uh, for your businesses, for your family. The sound of harvest is coming. There is harvest in your hands. And he's just saying, pull it out, pull it out, because you've got what it takes to release the harvest where you are. So there's a sound of harvest. Um, I don't know, Gene, do you have anything on that? No. So if you want prayer, I'm just going to invite you up for prayer and we're just going to pray over you. But we just want to, um, God, we just thank you for the sound, the sound that you're releasing right now. And uh, Lord, we thank you that that your sound is uh, killing the oppression of the enemy, that it is defeating that oppression that is coming against us. And right now, Lord, I just want to break oppression that that is just uh, trying to hang on to us, to keep us from moving forward. And I just want to break attacks against leaders. Lord, I just want to break that now in the name of Jesus, that that uh, that they'll just be surrounded and covered by you, Lord, uh, that you will protect them in a way that uh, is visible, is visible. So thank you, Lord. So Lord, we just thank you for this release of healing in this place, this release of wonder in this place. Thank you, Lord. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you are encouraged. If you would like more content like this, please visit cindy-stewart.com. We'll see you next time.